Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So won't you check them out, artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code, hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got your great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. Now, I don't know about you guys, but there's been times in my life where I wanted something so bad that I did not want to take the time to wait on it. Um, Whether it is maybe an item that I was wanting to go purchase because, you know, I got to wait on payday, but I got a credit card in my pocket or, you know, something of that nature. And so what I want to talk about today is please wait. God is working. If we look at uh, limitations, it says 326. It is good to wait quietly for the Lord to save. And that's very true. It is good to wait quietly for the Lord, because think about it. Do we all like to wait patiently and quietly? No, we're like a bunch of screaming kids wanting everything now, now, now. We don't want to wait on it, do we not? Um, I I mean, I'm only speaking for myself. I mean, you'll have to look in the own mirror and, and make your own decisions. But, you know, like I was saying, I remember a time where I was putting a model car together. I used to love putting models together when I was younger. I don't know why. I guess being the only child, it was something fun to do. Um, I would always get these old classic cars, you know, the 55s, 56, 57 Chevys, um, and the pickup trucks and all of these, and I would just put them together. And I remember painting on these cars, you know, because you want to paint the motor to make sure the motor looks good. Got to make sure your motor looks good. It has that uh, Chevrolet orange motor with the chrome and all of this and things are silver. You know what I'm saying? Do a lot of detail. But I remember once I did that, once I started gluing parts and all this other stuff, I was ready to move on to the next section. But if I glued something, I had to wait and allow that glue to dry. And boy, that used to drive me up the wall. I used to go grab anything I could, a fan or a hairdryer, something of this nature, because I didn't want to wait. And most of the time, those classic cars, I'd end up making look like they came out of a wreck, to be honest with you, because I'd mess it all up. And of course, I'd have to go to the store and save up some more money and do it all over again. But if you if you go back to waiting on the Lord, it's amazing because as the title says, please wait, God is working. Because let's look at it. Joseph waited over 13 years before God's promise was fulfilled. In Egypt, he was made Pharaoh's prime minister at the tender age of 30. If we also look, we see uh, Abraham and Sarah had to wait 25 years for the fulfillment of God's promise so they could have a son named Isaac. Noah waited patiently for the Lord for about 100 years while working on the ark. His focus was on God alone and not on the mockery of the people around him. And the ark saved him and his whole family from a worldwide flood. Because if you think about it, um, 
could you imagine being Noah and the Lord coming to you today and saying, Royce, this is what I want you to do. I want you to build an ark in your front yard of your subdivision. And I want you to get started on it. Here's everything that you need, all the wood, all the tools, the directions, the whole nine yards. Could you imagine what the HOA would say? Or my neighbors, they would be like, this man has completely lost his mind. Or they may try to compare me to the uh, the the funny comedy movie. What was it called? Um, uh, had Steve Carell in it where he was playing Moses. They would probably try to, uh, you know, pair me up to that. But I mean, I'm serious. You, you got to think about this. You know, God makes us wait for a reason. And he has a reason. He has a plan for everything. The problem is we don't like waiting patiently. There is no way that we like to sit on the sidelines and wait patiently. All right. Let's look at Job. You know, his suffering seemed to be eternity to him while his wealth, his children and his health was taken from him one by one. But yet he stood firm in God and he never once cursed God. As a result, God returned everything to Job that he lost with double portions. And, and that's something about Job because this was a really wealthy man that was that had everything taken away from him. He had everything taken away from him. He was stripped down to nothing, but he would never curse God. And before his wife died, his wife came to him and said, why don't you curse God and die? And she ended up dying, but he never would. The only thing he did was he cursed the day he was born. And through all of his trials and tribulations of Going through the suffering, he was uh, blessed double portions to what he lost. So in the midst of the agony, Jeremiah found hope in God when he claimed, when he clinged on to the faith of God, and he knew that this was good to put the hope into the Lord and seek him and wait patiently on him. And our prime example of waiting patiently is Jesus waited 30 years before starting his ministry. And Jesus himself began at the age of about 30. You know, wait on God. God is working. God is the promise of the many untold blessings and the reserve for all those who wait upon him. So that's something we should remember. If the Son of God had to wait, and all these wonderful saints that I told you that was before him had to wait, then why can't we find the strength to wait too. Because besides waiting on the Lord, we need to be able to find our way back to God. Because here's the thing, you may be waiting on the Lord, you may have gotten away from the Lord, but now it's time to find your way back. Okay. So restoring us to yourself, Lord, that we may return renewed in our days of old. Limitations 521. So the story goes with Zane was jumping up and down on his parents' bed, and then he realized that the mattress has moved off the bed's frame. Zane tried to move the, the mattress back, but it was too big and too heavy for him. So he had to call on his dad for help, and his dad helped him, but afterwards he gave him an earful. And the reason I shared that little story with you was the simple fact is this. That's the same thing with us. We're willing to go out here and do things on our own because we don't want to wait on God just to find out that we mess it up. And when we mess it up, we have to wait on the Lord. Now, we're going to get an earful, a spiritual earful, because I'm a firm believer that when we defy God, our Heavenly Father, when we defy Him, we in turn are going to get a spiritual whooping, 
And I really believe that. Okay, Jeremiah wrote that when that what makes his people fall onto their own sins, only turning back to God, they will be restored. With a humble heart, Jeremiah prayed to God to help the people of Israel and turn back to him because they knew that the people's heart was hardened and stubborn and only God's grace could they seek repentance. Just like Zane, sometimes we're not strong enough to make everything right ourselves. We should humble ourselves before God and ask him to change our heart to bring us into the right direction so we can have complete faith in him and know that we can find our way back to him. Just like I said, we do things on our own because we're stubborn, because you know what? We're going to do things the way we want to do it. So what I'm sharing with you is very simple, is we have to take time to wait upon the Lord, because I'm telling you, God says either yes, no, or not right now. He's never said maybe. He never said, well, let me think about it and get back to you. If he's telling you no for something that you're asking for, then you have to ask yourself this question. What bigger things does he have in store for you? Because he may be telling you no on something right now. It may be as, as small as, you know, Lord, I really I really want to purchase a new vehicle because I want something new. And the Lord said, nope, it's not that time. And we all get upset, do we not? Oh, come on. I, I need to do this. I need to... I need to do this and come to find out that the reason he told us no is maybe because the economy is about to, to tank, um, hint, hint, wink, wink. I mean, look around, you know, or maybe there's a better deal coming down the road on, on that particular vehicle. And he's telling you, no, I need you to wait because there's a bigger blessing coming down the road. That's where we have to find our patience. That's where we have to find our faith and our trust to be able to put in him. I mean, it's easy for me to sit here behind a microphone and tell you that waiting upon the Lord is good because you are listening to somebody who has no patience. I have no patience, not only with people on this earth, but I have no patience sometimes waiting on the Lord. I should know better after 22 years of ministry, but it does make no difference. I'm not patient. And I have to learn this constantly. But I will caution you. I will warn you. Do not pray for patience. I've done that one time before in my life, and I promised myself I'd never do it again for the simple fact that by doing this, it caused me so much grief. It really did. It caused me so much grief. So waiting on the Lord. So what does waiting on the Lord look like for you? What is it that you've asked God for that he's yet to answer you and maybe kept you in limbo that you're getting frustrated about? I mean, because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you can you can ask the Lord for, but it's all about timing. And that's something we need to remember. All right. So I know I only spent about 10 minutes with you guys uh, on this message today, but I want to shift gears for a little bit and share some stuff with you because uh, I don't think the podcast knows what's going on. So I want to share it with you guys. Um, I created a blog page um, this past weekend. And it's entitled Dad's Toolbox. And the reason why I did this is um, I felt led to create a blog page about sharing ideas, not only for dads to share ideas with dads, but for the whole family. And I wanted to make it family based and family oriented. Um, so there's sections about entertainment, 
sections about faith and family and sports and recipes and travel, health. There's a little bit of everything. And it's linked to our, our website of jesusandacupofjoe.com. And I want to invite all of you guys to go and take a look. Now, like I said, it's just not only driven by the male side of the house because the simple fact, I also want the ladies' inputs because there's a lot of mamas out there that has good ideas, especially for recipes and stuff like that. And maybe some travel, maybe some health tips, something to keep us guys living a little bit longer. But the, the real reason behind it was, was over this. Anyone can be a father. Anyone can be a sperm donor and be a father. But it takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication for us as men to be dads. And that's what this is really driven about is being dad figures, being in our children's lives. And if you don't have children, being in someone's life, because I shared a couple of stories on um, this other platform. It's called Wisdom App, and um, you can find it through uh, Apple or, or Google. And um, it's a it's very similar to a podcast, but you do it live. And it's like I shared with them. Being an only child, um, I had multiple father figures in my life, um, good friends and, and people from, from the law enforcement and the fire service, just different guys that I grew up with. They were, they were influences in my life. And so being able to share some of these stories is also what I'm wanting to do because not only does it pay respect and it pays honors to them, but it allows me to be able to share, have an outlet. And this is just not only for me now, understand what I'm about to say. Every one of you guys are more than welcome to come and sign up and be a part of it. Um, if you have a special recipe out there, maybe maybe it's not a family secret recipe, but maybe you have a recipe for the best baked beans in the world, especially with football season coming up. Here is a chance to be able to share that with other people. And there may be people out there that says, you know what? Going to Panama City was better than going to Orange Beach, and here's why. Or going to this was better than going to this, and here's why. Or entertainment. Because one of the things that I put on there, especially under the technology section, is the dangers of TikTok to our young people. I know a lot of people have TikTok um, profiles and all of this, but, but the more I keep hearing coming out of uh, the news cycles about TikTok and the, and the fact of all the leaks and the possible um, ability to, to be, you know, hacked or what have you causes me a little concern. Um, plus I think the platform is not really driven in the right way. It's driven to more, you know, it's almost at the point of just being naked on the site, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm, I'm very cautious when it comes to TikTok, but, but yeah, Jesus and a cup of Joe, that's part of that brand. Uh, dad's toolbox is a part of the Jesus and a cup of Joe brand. So it's all under one section because here's the thing. My website is good for running my podcast because it's it's designed around a podcast site. So creating this blog site was another way for me to be able to have tools to use. Um, I'm actually created this through Wix. I'm not being paid by Wix to to talk about it, but I did it through there. And it's just attached to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe brand. So um, if you want to and you're interested, just go to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. You're going to see a link over in the side. Take a look and uh, tell me what you think. All right. So guess what? Here it is. August the 20th. All right. 
College football for a lot of people starts to kick off next week. I know the Georgia Bulldogs kick off September the 3rd and I cannot wait. We, uh, we open up with the Oregon Ducks. And so what you're going to find, um, especially on the, uh, live stream, once I start that back up, we're going to start doing Saturdays in the South. We are going to start talking all things sports, all things family driven, all things, um, about the Lord, our savior. And, um, what I'm hoping to do is share a little bit over here on the podcast platform to be able to talk about sports and stuff of this nature, because you know what? I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, I am looking for guests to come on to the show and maybe us do some interviews, some conversations and stuff like this. So if that's something you want to do, do me a favor, reach out to me at Jesus and a cup of Joe at gmail.com and send me an email. I would love to have you on the show. Um, we could talk about all kinds of different topics. It just doesn't have to stay Bible driven because remember Jesus in the cup of Joe. It's real simple. I talk about Jesus, the Bible and life. So if you want to talk about life, I'm all about it. So, um, I'm going to get ready to get off of here. I know it's only been about 16 and a half minutes, but I got to get some live streaming done and I got to work on some other things be on a Saturday. But listen, I thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart for the support, for the love that you guys do. Okay. And just remember, you always, always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.